we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Happy yes. holidays. Good it's morning. Thursday. Happy holidays. Today is Angela Yee's last Thursday. On it's the my Club, last allegedly. Thursday. And then tomorrow, it is my last and final day on The Breakfast Club. That's right. I'm really sad. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. No, it definitely is. Hey, Amen. Right it's after the, the show, I'm on a flight. Where you going? The... Well, I actually have to go do some other work. I'm actually going to be in Detroit. I have to go to the Pistons game mm-hmm. um, over the weekend. So I'll be doing something special there. But shout out to my Brooklyn Nets, by the way. They announced their um, creators program. You know, it's been 10 years. or It'll be 10 years um, in January that the Brooklyn Nets have been in Brooklyn. Oh, and the Barclays that. has been open. So shout out to my Brooklyn Nets. Yes, they're doing this whole thing with uh, 10 different creators in all kinds of fields like fashion, film, food, um, radio, music, all of that. And so I'm part of that program. Okay, well, congratulations. Drop a bomb for Angela Yee. 
And drop a bomb for our Brooklyn Nets, baby. By R, you mean you and uh, residents? Ours. Everybody's. Hey. This is our well, Brooklyn Nets. But yeah, you you and everybody from Brooklyn. In the borough of Brooklyn. And I was right. watching the game last night before I did my post about the creators. I was like, man, they better win. It was like the last minute. And yeah, they won last night. No, they won. Nah, they won. Mm-hmm. I guess 10, 10 years is enough time uh, they had for, to have like a real... A real fan base in Brooklyn. Like, there's, there's, there's like kids that grew up who don't know nothing but the Nets. T- young 10 year olds out there. Mm-hmm. All right. And you know what? I got to shout out. Uh, uh, he's not up yet, so I'm going to shout him out again later. But I want to shout out to my pops. My dad turns 80 today. Ooh. Oh, man. That's a beautiful age. Yeah, man. absolutely. Happy Pop birthday. Lord, have mercy. Now, I drop on the clues, Bonds, are turning 80. I'm telling you. When, when, when you see so many people uh, not making it, to like the, the, the certain ages, you know, mm-hmm. kids dying in their twenties, people dying don't even make it to forty. You know, you see somebody get to eighty, oh, that's a blessing. Yeah, Pop Duke turns eighty. Happy birthday, pops! All right, uh, I know he gets up usually about seven o'clock and listens, turns us on. So I'm gonna shout him out again in a little bit. And then we got a special guest joining us this morning. Ashanti will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Ashanti. She got a, a new movie that comes out this <coughs> oh, holiday season. Me. What kind of sneeze was that? I'm sneezing. Okay. Sneezing and farted back. at the same time. Then all, what was Lord that? Well, you didn't hear that. I, I did. That's, that's when you uh, don't, you got to sneeze, but you try to hold it in. No, oh, that's what that and was. The kind of sneezes <laughs> that make your brain explode. You got to let that thing out. Just let it go. Let all right, back to Ashanti. Yes, Ashanti will be joining she, she's us. Out, she's also got a children's book called My Name is a Story. That's right. That's out right now as well. Yeah, so we're going to be kicking it with Ashanti in a little bit. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, yes, and let's talk about ICE and a mistake that they made, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, what they did by mistake. All right, we'll get into that next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now with Thursday Night Football, the Bills take on the Patriots at 8.15. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, congratulations to Hakeem Jeffries. He'll be replacing Nancy Pelosi as House Speaker. And that's a huge situation. He is the first black party leader for the Democrats following the announcement of Nancy Pelosi's retirement. Well, congratulations to Hakeem Jeffries. Absolutely. That's that's a long time coming. I mean, if if you go back and... Uh, watch one one of our old Breakfast Club interviews when Hakeem was here. He was he was talking about that then, you know. I mean, he was being he was being uh, 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 political about it. You know, not saying exactly what he wanted to do, but yeah, everybody knew that was going to happen at some point. Yeah, it was pretty unanimous for him to be her successor, and he's also my um, he represents my district in Brooklyn too. So shout out to Hakeem Jeffries. Okay, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement mistakenly published online data, and this data could put thousands of lives in danger. According to the L.A. Times, they confirmed that they erroneously shared personal information that identified over 6,000 asylum seekers. That data reportedly included the names, birth dates, nationalities, case numbers, and locations of immigrants who allegedly came to the U.S. to evade torture and persecution. That information was shared Monday on a website that posts detention statistics. They acknowledged that they first learned about the breach from immigrant advocacy group Human Rights First, and they took steps to remove the personal info, which was available to view for about five hours. Can you imagine that? You're seeking asylum, Mm -hmm. right? You're trying to evade torture and persecution in your country, came to the U.S. for that. Now they're concerned that this error could harm people as they fear that gangs, governments, or individuals back home will find out that they sought protection in the U.S. Uh, One woman who is a managing attorney of the National Immigrant Justice Center 
was concerned when she found one of her clients on the list. She said, we are deeply concerned about our client's safety after ICE publicly shared this very sensitive information about her and thousands of others like her. She's seeking protection from removal because she fears persecution if returned to her country of origin. Revealing this information makes her more vulnerable to the persecution and abuses that she fears if she is deported. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is, my name is Brandon Black, and uh, I'm a new dad. Um, I just want to let the world know that my son, Ty, was born. And I wanted to hey. um, sing a little bit of the song that I wrote for him because it's going viral on TikTok right now. Okay. okay. Good morning, Mr. Black. Born. Hey, good morning, Charlamagne the God. I can't believe I'm on with y'all guys. I love y'all, man. But, uh, and um, DJ Envy and Angela Yee, mm-hmm. y'all actually retweeted my video when we closed on our new house. Thank y'all for motivating us of to course. be homeowners. Okay. Yeah, so it's an honor. And Angela Yee, I wanted to say um, I've been listening to you guys for years, and I'm uh, congratulations you on everything, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Thank so you. This is, this is the um, no problem. This is the song right here that I song. Uh, all right, here we go. It is, you a blessing. When I named you, I was manifesting that you would be a king. In school, my book lessons said they say, sire, women dressing, the king doing big king. They say that verbatim. I love my son, let the world know I made him. When I say, that's my boy. That's my boy. Welcome to this world, my son, Sire, yeah. You're going to be a king, the world in my, We are touching your gold. Don't aim low, aim higher, 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 higher. Okay. Welcome to this oh. world, my okay. son, Sire, yeah. Yeah, man, so I, I froze up because I... But if y'all go to my uh, Instagram, brandb954, y'all be able to see the full song, and I'm going to be releasing on all music platforms soon. I just hey, want to blame, oh, man, this is my opportunity, but I appreciate y'all. All right, <laughs> hey, 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 guy. I always say opportunity comes to those who uh, create them. Created, that's y'all, right, man. Listen, I respect yes, it. Sir. I just need you. To, I need you to bring it down just a little. You started a little aggressive, very make aggressive. It little, make it a little softer. Or that baby gonna be traumatized and never get no damn sleep. They be crying all the time. <laughs> well, have a good one, brother. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, man? This is jo- Javon, man. Javon, man, what's up, brother? What's up, y'all? Um, I'm just calling in to um congratulate you on her own new venture. Thank you. I will be listening. I will be listening. Listening in, i I'm, I'm happy for you. No, this is Vaughn talking. But yeah, I just wanted to call and let you know that I'm, I'm happy for you. And I see you at your shop one of these days coming up. Y'all still got the cheese with the bun? Oh, yes, we do. Yep. Bun and cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with the hot chocolate. I'll be there this, this weekend. All but right. I just wanted to call them to let you know I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. I appreciate you. Thank All you man. so much. Have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, you guys. This is Kendall. Good morning, Kendall. Kendall Good morning, Kendall. Kendall. What up, Kendall? Good morning. Hi, I just wanted to call in because today is my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Today's my birthday. December 1st. Yes, and Envy, happy birthday to your dad. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No, seriously, when I tell y'all, me and my baby are completely obsessed. If we're not listening every morning, we get a chance. We catch y'all on the podcast. We love y'all so, so much. Oh, thank, well, thank you. you. That's so sweet. Thank Appreciate you so much. That of energy. course. Of course. And I want to just shout out all three of y'all. Number one, Angela Yee. I'm so glad I caught you on my birthday and on your last day. I'm glad you did too. So, I am so proud of you. Well, today's so not her last day. Today is not her last well, day. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow is. Well, your last. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing day. tomorrow, though. It's my last day. I'm chilling. <laughs> Yes, I'm not doing anything tomorrow either. I'm, <laughs> I'm on a vacation for my birthday. Yes, girl. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, my God. I love y'all so much. And Envy, you have a, you and Charlamagne, huge, beautiful families. Congratulations on Rash- baby Rashawn and her birth, her first birthday recently. <laughs> baby oh, Rashawn. my Thank God. You. I love y'all so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to let my daughter know that I caught y'all. She's asleep right now. I'm going to let her know that I caught y'all. And she's literally Charlemagne. Your yo, 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 yo. I think she's the only person that can catch it. What's her name? Kennedy. Well, good morning, Kennedy. Uh, You'll listen back on the podcast later and hear your shout out. So salute to you, Kennedy. There you go. Yes. Thank you. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great week. Love you more. Happy birthday. Have a great vacation. Thank you. All righty now. Hello. Who's this? Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Jay. Hey, what's, what's up? Florida. Blessings. Get it off your chest, brother. Angela Yee, a blessing and much success to y'all. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I, I love this. I, I, Positive I really energy. Don't care. The, the big booty gang is about to pop up once you leave. <laughs> what the hell is the big booty gang? Yeah, what's this? That's a new yeah. gang. That's them. Oh, that's you guys. That's them. the breakfast club once you know it. I know they. Who is them, though? He said we the big booty y'all. gang. Y'all got big booties. Y'all, saying, big basically. booty gang. That's wild. Why are we the big booty but gang? Nah, <laughs> hey, Char- Charlemagne, I, I got one thing to bring up. Uh, Donkey, the day you bring up your Berkeley, Berkeley County School District. Oh, that was wild, right? Yeah. You bring up Florida. I'm from South Florida now. We, we do crazy things. You quick to bring it up. <laughs> I don't think that was as crazy as anything that's happened in Florida. My guy. <laughs> All right. Not a man of okay. many words. Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Man, let's talk about two people who are co-hosts on a show together in the morning, and they are leaving their significant others. They're both married uh, to be with each other. They have a full-blown romantic relationship. You might have uh, heard them or seen them. Uh, very comfortable with each other. They have a lot of chemistry that's undeniable, and now it looks like they're actually together in real life. Wow. Okay. We'll get <laughs> to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk original kings of comedy. Spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
Well, we hadn't discussed this earlier, but I thought this was a great interview with Cedric the Entertainer on Shannon Sharp's Club Shay Shay. And one of the things that he talked about was the issues that Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac had. And, you know, he did admit that that feud is what caused him to not participate in the second part of the original Kings of Comedy. Here is what Cedric the Entertainer had to say about that. Is it true that Steve and, and, and Bernie butted heads? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they were the kind of guys that they both alpha males, you know, like they they both, you know, they just saw it different, you know right. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they was able to get through it. Is that one of the reasons why you didn't do you did you did the first you did the first part, I, the second part? I, I don't think I think you know, of course that was, you know, definitely a contributing circumstance, but I also think that it had a lot to do with the the promoter on the thing because he got a bigger head than all of us. Right. So the dude that put his put us all together started to really think it was about him, yeah. you know, so. Sometimes uh, people just ruin a good thing. Yeah, just cause, you know, they like, hey, y'all would be together if it wasn't for me. Like, okay, bruh. Rock like, nobody you coming ain't told to see you. one joke. Nobody coming to see you. Right. What was the second part of the Kings of Comedy? Like, what, 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 are they, what, are, what are they talking about? They had the second leg of the tour or something? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, that was the Kings of Comedy part two? I don't remember that. No, I guess the second leg of the tour. You know, you go through certain cities, and I guess maybe uh, another leg of the tour would they add more cities to it. Oh, that's what he was talking about. Okay. Yeah, so he had an issue more with the promoter that was uh, putting it together, and you know, um, people don't know what really sparked that whole feud between Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac, but uh, they believe that it all started after a 2003 interview with GQ. That's when Bernie Mac alleged that Steve Harvey was jealous of his success and stole shows from him. And Steve Harvey admitted that he was hurt by those allegations uh, later on in 2010. And then Bernie Mac said that uh, he never said those things in the GQ interview. And so Steve Harvey said he just took him at his word for it. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about from being co-hosts to lovers, guys. Uh, good morning, America anchors Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Oh, I thought you said about me and Charlemagne. I well, no, you didn't. I'm just telling you That's how this so thing silly. can progress. But the two of them were friends, and they had a lot of chemistry. But then they started um, hanging out together as more than friends. They've been photographed spending alone time in each other's apartments, also in a secluded cottage in upstate New York for a romantic weekend a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving. Now, according to reports, things really. Uh, I guess ramped up when they were in London together filming the Queen's Diamond Jubilee for ABC and staff was buzzing about the intimacy between them. That was in June and so they're saying things could have started before that but definitely around that time. Uh, the two of them were very close. They started posting pictures of each other together on Instagram. They both love running and fitness. They ran a New York City marathon together. Um, but they both we're married or are married, and so I guess they're leaving their significant others, and now they're together. So the secret is now out, and they don't have to go through the whole hiding things. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't anybody's intention, right? The two of them working together day after day. They had chemistry, but they both had other situations. What do you do? Are they leaving their significant others, or did they already leave their significant others, and we just finding this out well i don't they have, haven't commented on it so we don't know it from their point of view yet yeah because so, so both of them have you know already left their spouses and you know they decided to be together uh, what's the problem i know in the workplace they usually say it's the power dynamics but they're on the same level right well according yeah and according to reports both couples went their separate ways in august that's according to sources so they have not commented 
on it yet, mm. but you know, apparently something like that is hard to keep a secret for too long, especially when you have that chemistry, you're around people, you work together. Yeah, but that's also their lives. If they decide that, you know, their their marriages didn't work and they decide to dissolve the marriage and they're dating, what's the, I, don't, I don't understand the problem. I, yeah, I don't see the problem either, especially being that I, I know people will probably say, oh, because they're in the workplace, but there's no power dynamic no. difference here. They're both co-hosts of Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they were, you know, the secret is out now. I don't know who actually spilled the secret, but now everybody knows about it and it's been everywhere. Now was TJ who was TJ's wife before this and who was her uh her her husband before this? I don't know. Oh, well, her husband is um Andrew Shu and they've actually gone on double dates together and everything and have pictures all together. Andrew black or white? White. Andrew's white. What about uh TJ's? She's a sister. Yeah, she's oh, oh, she's black. Yeah, Marilyn. Why you whisper it? Oh, he left a oh, he left a black woman for a white woman. And you know what's crazy? They yes. both got married the same year in 2010. Hold on now. Let's be sh- clear about this. He left a black woman for a white woman? That's what it seems like. I don't approve. <laughs> <laughs> I just simply don't approve. Okay? But it's not my business. Okay. Well, that is your front page. I mean, rumor report. That's your you don't know report. if they're in love or what it is. Hey, man. You know, like I said before, uh, if, if they both left their spouses and decided to be together... I don't see the problem. There's no power dynamic difference. They're both co-hosts. But just on another note, I disapprove of uh, black men leaving black women to be with white women. It's Charlemagne. It's Charlemagne the God talking. So when y'all complain, make sure y'all complain. Lenard McKelvey, make sure y'all you know point to the right person. Okay. Yes, that's my my that's my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, front page news next. What we talk about? Airbnb. They have launched a platform that is going to do something new. Can't wait to see what you guys think about it. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. In Pitch Perfect, Bumper in Berlin, Adam Devine's Bumper Allen moves to Germany in pursuit of stardom. With new friends, new rivals, and new music, Pitch Perfect, Bumper in Berlin hits all the right notes. Stream the original series now, only on Peacock. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. 
State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now with Thursday Night Football. Tonight, the Bills take on the Patriots at 8.15. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, um, let's talk about Airbnb. They are now launching a platform that will allow renters to host apartments. And so they're going to be partnering with major landlords. It's going to be uh, Airbnb-friendly buildings. And in those buildings, they'll let tenants host their apartments just like homeowners do. So typically in rental buildings, they don't allow tenants to sublet um, um, for short stays. But now they're going to be showcasing 175 apartment buildings in more than 25 major markets that's really designed for Airbnb-friendly buildings. I don't know if that's fair. Why? Because if you own a building, you're a landlord, and you own a building, and you have a tenant. That's a tenant that you vetted, that you you know knows that can pay their rent. You know that they can you know take care of your building. Now all of a sudden, your tenant just lets anybody come in and rent there. That's that that's not vetted the same way, possibly. Well, the uh, apartment fair. building owner or management company also may have the right to review the listings before they go live. It's kind of like you know if you buy inside of a hotel. 
Like, let's just say you have a, a condo and then people yeah, but rent you out. You own that. You know, if you buy, that's yours. You own it. But not if if it's if you're renting from me, and now all of a sudden you could bring in another tenant that yeah, I, don't I don't know. Understand. But that, apartment that, buildings right. can also charge the primary tenant a fee. So let's just say they put a tenant in there, so they know they're already going to get a certain amount of money, right, every month from that tenant, and then that tenant can potentially make money too, and also pay a fee of up to twenty percent of the price of each Airbnb use. So now, well, as the owner of the building, let's just say you allow this and you partner with Airbnb and you rent out to tenants and those tenants can rent out their apartments, right? You can also get 20% of whatever those tenants are charging. So hold on, I'm confused. A tenant that's renting, correct, mm -hmm. is allowed to rent out something that they don't own? That's what I said. Well, that don't seem if right. they're <laughs> amongst those buildings that Airbnb, you know, that the owners of the buildings allow that. Not everybody well, can do that. Allow, Some places. Yeah, why would they allow that? Yeah, it makes no sense because, you know, any tenant that I, I have, you have to be vetted. You have to make sure you make a certain amount of money, a certain amount of income. There's certain things that you have to process. You know, you have to make sure there's no, you know, maybe no, there's no foreclosures. You know, they check credit scores now when you rent. So now anybody can just rent your apartment. I mean, you it's kind of like a renting party. a hotel. And you can, and on Airbnb, you're not allowed to have parties anyway. So there's still rules. Yeah, it's like getting a room. It's, you don't have to do a credit check for somebody to do a rental for three days. But you got to have on, your maybe, credit card. Maybe I'm confused based off how you explained the story. But it sounded like you said a tenant that's renting Correct. from mm -hmm. somebody else is allowed to rent out something they don't own. Yes. Won't yes. that defeat the whole purpose? These are Airbnb-friendly like buildings that they're doing. But won't that defeat the whole purpose of, like, you know, buying properties and becoming a property owner so you can, you know, rent your building to other people? Let me give you an example. My realtor, right, she owns several properties. One of the um, buildings, it's a three-family that she owns, she has one main person that rents out the building from her. Mm -hmm. Now, they Airbnb the other two units, and she keeps that money, but my um, realtor, she gets a certain amount of money every single month. She knows what she's getting. And then that tenant is able to rent out those units and make money. No, so whether or not she makes money, that has nothing to do with my landlord. She still got to pay what she has to pay. Yeah, and that, you're going to get what you were going to get anyway. That doesn't make any sense because now as a, as a building owner, I would never buy a building. Because if I buy a building, I got to put down 20 No, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. But 25%. Some now, buildings are still going to say no, and some buildings will allow. If you're yeah, an that, owner, you have a choice. That doesn't make sense. Now, what they're saying also with Airbnb is that if you're the um, owner of the building, you can also take a 20% fee from that tenant who's renting for you for, um, from all of their rentals. So now imagine your apartment is $3,000 a month, right? But you rented it out and made an extra 2500 Now the owner of the building can get an extra 500 So now instead of $3,000, they will get $3,500. Yeah, but as a, extra. as a business owner, you would have to, as a, if you own a building, you got to put down 25% to purchase that building, 30% to purchase a building. Now, as a tenant, I ain't got to put down no money. I could just come in there, rent it, and make money off of your building. But that's the money that they would be making anyway as a uh, building owner. You would still be making that money. It's just rents are really high. But I can control And people are building. definitely having issues and trying to figure out ways to supplement their incomes to make enough money to pay their rent. That's not going to work well. No. Well, question. If you are a tenant who rents a property and then you rent that property out to somebody else and that person, like, say, damages the property, who's responsible for that? You are as a tenant. You still have a, a agreement in place with the owner. 
if you have a party and you rent in that place, you're still responsible. That's so what's the liability to the person that the tenant rented to? Nothing? On Airbnb, you know, they take a, um, your credit card when you rent out a space. And you can also tell people no if they, don't, if they have bad reviews or whatever. But they do take a deposit and they do hold your credit card. So if somebody damages your property, just like they would with a regular Airbnb, you still can take that money from them. Now, if I want to build it, I want to make the decision who's in my building. I, I don't want you to make that decision. This is my building. This is what I it's paid for. Building. I got to pay the mortgage on it. I pay the heat, the water. And, you know, I pay for all that. I want to make that decision. I don't, don't want to give that to somebody else. Yeah, that's my Absolutely. Building. I agree. That sounds like some nasty double dip. That's but, what it is, double dipping. <laughs> I mean, look, people are trying to figure out ways to supp- it's, it's a tough time. You want people to pay their rent. Rents are really high right now. It's hard for people to be able to afford things. So maybe they're like, I can afford this rent, but I need to, you know, sub- rent it out for 10 days out the month. And then everybody still gets their money. Nah, B. I'm good. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. When we come back, Ashanti will be joining us. We'll kick it with Ashanti when we come back. She has a new book out. She also has a new movie. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got yes, a special indeed. guest in the building off of vacation. <laughs> Oh, stop it. Every time she comes up here, she's on vacation. Evie, I know you're oh not talking. Oh, my gosh. Like, I go on vacation for Ashanti weeks. lives but a life. But it's a workation. She lives a life. Envy be on vacation nonstop. Exactly. You nah. too, Envy. Nah. She lives a life. Ashanti be on vacation and the thing about the Evie, he's, he's supposed to be here. At least you get to move around. That's your job. You, exactly. See, mm-hmm. I still be working when I'm on Workation. Fresh off of vacation. <laughs> Angela Yee's last week. We didn't think you was going to come. You know, this is Angela Yee's last week. She had one more day. Are you going to ever announce her? You going to say her name? I'm about to say it right now. Jesus Christ. Yes. Hey. What's happening? What's up, y'all? Yeah. Stay on vacation. You want you on tour? Yes. Yes. She was working. A vacation yes. tour. Australia, New Zealand. New yes. Zealand. Exactly. New Zealand. Dubai. Dubai, Ras Al Khaimah, Abu Dhabi, Jamaica. Yes, it was workation. See, See I don't like See? when people act like when somebody's working, they just chilling on vacation. Right. That's a lot. It's different time zones. You're oh traveling. My gosh. You're performing. It's ridiculous. Staying hydrated. <laughs> it is ridiculous. We saw, I don't even know how many cities and and different countries in a matter of what is it three and a half a month now three right. weeks to a month we've been literally around the world in i i it's wow. crazy the 20th anniversary of the album yeah <laughs> hollywood walk of fame yeah and i got my ring i got my little hollywood ring right they here ring. they give you a ring well, actually, my mom had it made for me, a custom one. Oh, I was about to say, I've never heard that one before. I never heard that one before. Did you record the album yet? I, okay, so I re-recorded, I want to say we are four records in. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, with everything happening, I kind of had to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have to find another, like, slot of time where I could just sit down and just complete it. How difficult mm-hmm. is it? You ain't got to remember anything. Exactly. You don't have to remember, mm-hmm. but we are replaying everything to a T. Mm-hmm. You know wow. what I mean? So we don't want it to sound different. I'm not trying to, you know, go in there and chef up anything new, but I want it to sound as authentic as possible, but just bigger, mm-hmm. sonically. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. when we were recording, this was 20 years ago, so obviously, sonically, it was different. Talk yeah. about the documentary. How far along are you with that? Um, super early in stages, I have so much content and so much footage of everything that we've been doing behind the scenes. It's going to be really hard to like decipher through everything. And like my mom has everything, mm-hmm. like from the beginning, from the first time 
I went to the studio the first time. I went to the offices, you know, over at Murder, Inc. And behind the scenes, behind Foolish. And in like, it's ridiculous. So it's going to be a lot. What's <laughs> the story you want to tell? I want to tell everything. I want to tell how it was my third record deal. Oh, wow. What were you talking before that? I was signed to Noontime Epic Records. Mm-hmm. I was signed to Jive Records when I was 14, mm. right after Aaliyah had moved from Jive. And I was my first tour was supposed to be with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Wow. I was like 14. Before yeah. you tell the story of the documentary, did you ever say, you know what, maybe music isn't for me? First deal, second <clears> deal. <throat> did you ever like, you know what, maybe it's something I shouldn't be doing? By the time... I came back home after my second record deal and went back to college and I was like, mm, I wasn't passionate mm-hmm. about it. You know what I mean? I was like, I got into a car accident. Let me focus and have a backup plan and we'll see what happens. It was kind of that vibe. It mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I have to do this. And it wasn't like, you know, f- it. But it was, uh, if it happens, we'll see. And what was the turning point from there? At that time, I was just doing local um, talent shows and, um, that's when I met up with old boy and we sang. I sang in the studio. He gave me the production deal and I took it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. He knew a mutual person mm-hmm. and he set up the meeting with Irv way, 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 way back then. So that's kind of like how everything just, it was like a mutual thing. Yeah. I hope that you explore the dynamic between you and your mom because I've always found that very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the years. You yeah, know? absolutely. A lot of people don't understand what goes into it and what happens with your family. Mm-hmm. You know, with my sister kind of being in my shadow and my dad playing the back and me and my mom. You know, it's a lot. Was it's your a mom a singer? No. Yes, my mom because she pushed so hard. It was almost like you know when when a, a parent is a a player, you want your son to be a player, right? Right. Like she really rolled out like she knew this yes. was for you. you she know? knew on the birth announcement. <laughs> really? My mom's birth announcement really? is crazy. Really? <laughs> That's gonna be in the doc too. My dad actually <laughs> sings though. I had um on my dad's <laughs> side is eight eight of them, eight brothers and sisters, and they had like the family band. Mm-hmm. So my dad, he could really, really sing. He's like Blue Magic vibe, Heat Wave vibe. He did all of those. So, so that's that why you gave her that big name? Like yes. Ashanti. Definitely okay. going to be in the doc. How are you feeling right now? Because I know you've been going through a lot, I'm sure. So are you good? Like how? I am amazing. You know, I know it could be a little stressful. Like sometimes to look on social media, everybody's talking about mm-hmm. this, this and that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you had an opportunity to sit with somebody like Angie uh-huh. and be able to talk about your side of things. Because that's not something normally you're like, yeah, I'm not even going to address that. Right. But it got to a point where it was just too much. When someone is just lying to that extent on that big of a platform about things that are just non-existent, it's just like, come on, like, come on. Like, Especially if they point, know you're not going to say anything. Right. That's that's the problem. It's like you got used to me not saying anything mm-hmm. and you took advantage of my kindness. But at some point, you have to just speak up. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. Where did it sound to get this potty mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Always have. Evie, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's Yo, not, that's that hurt a lot of people's feelings. I feel like the so singing came from the dad. That came from the mom. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. <laughs> that's what I feel like. <laughs> no, but you know what's crazy? If you would have heard the verse that I did before that, it was way more savage. So I just your mom wrote that verse. Huh? <laughs> Can you give us a little, um, you know, a little tease? I may, maybe I'll play it for you after. Okay, I want to hear it because it was more sad. Because you know, guys get really offended by that. Every guy. 
Like, mm-hmm. when you start talking about little penises, they get defensive. Because God can't help it. It's not like you Yeah, can and che- then you can do anal surgery. We can't <laughs> go get the BBL. <laughs> <laughs> the penis. The way you're born. No, like. but I heard you can. I heard you can do the little enhancement now. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can do the BDE I mean, surgery. I don't know how it's going to work and function. You know what I'm saying? But I heard, you know, I think they slap like a little on there. Yeah, yeah I heard it's just, it's just for girth, though. It's not for length. So I heard it's just for girth, not length. So you look like a little Pringles snack size can. Oh, God. Yeah, you don't want that. You look it up, dude. He did look it up. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted guys to see. Tie <laughs> listen, and you're right, because guys will do things like they tie a weight to the end of it and they think they could like hang the weight. No. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. That, that sounds actually. painful, though. That um, sounds painful. Yeah, or sometimes people feel like, what did you, Charlemagne had the um, pills that he was taking. I ordered Magna RX yeah. out the back of the Double XL back work. in the day. <laughs> Oh no, nah. But when you give off that energy, sometimes you got to be addressed correctly. <laughs> you can't say that. How can you say things I'm like that? I'm just about saying. <laughs> I can tell Diddy felt the way about it because he he did an at live right there. So you gotta, you gotta uh, why would Diddy feel a way about nah, it? Nah, because I don't know. But like right when you said it, Diddy was like, uh huh, take that. Or whatever. <laughs> that's what? a wild. That's a wild time to say take <laughs> that. <laughs> But But, you know, it's interesting though. I said before you walked in, I said, I do not want to ask her any questions about that. Because I feel like that's what you get asked about a a lot. And I don't think Mm -hmm. that's fair to you. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm cool either way. You know, y'all know I've been through a lot of interviews. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I speak, but most of the time I don't. And I feel like at this point, I had to come out and just say my piece. You Mm -hmm. know? And it's crazy. So many people would text to me like, all my exes hit me like, yo. Mm-hmm. You gotta say something, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, it it was it was a good feeling because I'm not the one to mm-hmm. on people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I defend myself, so I'm not gonna say nothing until you start throwing these daggers at me. All right, we got more with Ashanti when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. No Are you gonna problem. address things in your documentary? I am because there's there are a lot of things that have been misled. There are a lot of things that are missing. It's a lot. I heard other women say that they appreciated you telling that story because a lot of them go through the, those type of things mm-hmm. in their their work environment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've been in a crazy situation with one producer. We did two records together. He was like, okay, you you know, we, I'm not going to charge you. You know, you my homie, whatever, whatever. And then when it came time to put on the album, he was like, well, let's take a shower together. And, what? Well, and I thought he was joking. Together. Like, I thought he was joking. And then he's like, nah, I'm dead serious. Like, you know, Let's go out and let's take a shower together and I'll give you the records. If not, I need 40 racks per Jesus record. Christ. Let's take a shower together. And I was like, again, I thought he was joking, mm-hmm. you know, because we had been working with each other for like a couple of weeks. He was like, you're so crazy. Right, like, yeah. exactly. You know, you do one of those. And then um, it turned out that he was serious and I had to make some phone calls and, you know, stuff was handled. I be wondering, Mama, how do you feel when, when you hear these stories, though? Like, do you ever feel like you want to get on social media and defend yes. your daughter? Oh, my God. Please, do not ever let her. <laughs> let me so tell you something. Please, do, do no. Please don't, Charlotte, man. I'm serious. I'm telling, you, I'm telling my own story. No, please don't. part of it. <laughs> It'll be in the yes, doc. Go sit doc. down, please. Go, go you, sit are, down. Are, are you gonna let her talk for the doc? Yeah, I'm gonna let her talk for the doc because we're, exactly because we got some <laughs> editing room right there. So for sure. And then I show you a red table talk that you did also. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I just think 
um, even now, all the things that you've been addressing are so important for women, mm -hmm. other women to also hear about, and for men too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to understand that, just because I know that your sister, she or she's gone through a lot, so much, yeah. and I feel like she's been trying to like make sure that people can hear her because it's hard to even get to that point where you feel like you can talk about it. Absolutely, in front of so many people, having so many of the same mutual. I don't even want to say friends, but mutual people that mm -hmm. you're around. And it's like, okay, he's cool with him. Should I still be cool with him? I don't know. But he did this. Damn, should I back? But he didn't do it to me. But you know what I mean? It's like a lot, you know, especially when you have a person that is so kind of infiltrated in the industry. So I commend her so much. Um, it How's was, she doing? She's doing good. Mm -hmm. She's in a really good space. You know, she has her line, Wife of Creation. She has her like candles and uh, sustainable clothing and mm -hmm. stuff that that she's doing. Um, I'm gonna do some yoga where she does. Yes, yeah. you gotta do the yoga with I her. her when she's I, she goes in the morning very early. I yes. was like, but once I get off the show, <laughs> I'm gonna have a little time. So I told Please. them I'm gonna do the yoga with her. Absolutely, it's healing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And she's gotten so many DMs from people mm -hmm. that are saying, "Oh my gosh, you helped me. Oh my gosh, I went through something. You're so brave. I could never do that. I commend you. You know. So even if it's two, three people that are able to come out of that and learn from it and mm -hmm. kind of get strength. I'm grateful for that. Is it easier to convey uh, those 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 stories through music or interviews nowadays? See, I've never gone through that. I've gone through, obviously, watching my sister. So as an artist, I don't want to say it's easy to write, but it comes. Talking about it, it is a little challenging, you know, because it's like, you don't want to say too much. You know what I mean? And again, it's not my story. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's her story. And she has to talk about what she's comfortable talking about and putting mm -hmm. out there. Do you feel like you'll write a song about it? So here's the thing. When I wrote Rain On Me, mm -hmm. I did not go through that, but I've seen and witnessed domestic violence. Mm -hmm. It hit way different now, you know, right. seeing my sister go. So when I see me and Lorenz acting, you know, and he's hitting me and I'm hitting him and it's like, oh my God, it almost gets a little like, damn, I kind of don't want to watch that in front of her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But now you can see how that has helped other people because it exposed it, you know? So as far as writing again about it, I don't know. If a record speaks to me, mm -hmm. that track made me want to write that record. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I get another beat that makes me feel like that, mm -hmm. I know that I, I will attack it. What about for your own stuff? Because, I mean, you, you, you had some lines and got to move on, but, like, for your own personal <laughs> stuff, is it easy for you to convey Absolutely. Okay. That came out almost like a freestyle. I'm not going to hold you. So when I sent Puff the voice note, it was so easy for me to send it to him. When I got in the studio, I was like, am I going to say this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, there's another version that's super way more savage. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, just say it. Just say it. And I was like, no, I can't say it. He's like, you really don't want to say that? No, I can't. Why? But um, we compromised. <laughs> and I want to know how that came about. Did Puff reach out to you or, or did you run into him? Like, because you you were perfect for that record. Yeah, the timing, yeah, the the timing was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Puff reached out. He told me how he felt about how Irv handled the situation. Mm -hmm. And we just started talking. And he's like, yo, you know, you want to get on the record? And I'm like, yeah. And because I hadn't addressed it, this was a chance for me to address it in a certain way. But I feel like that was a catalyst and it allowed people to see what I felt. How did Diddy A&R that situation? Like you said, he told you how you felt about what, what, what I was saying. What did he say? He just felt like it wasn't respectful. I was actually filming a movie in Canada. So we were going back and forth. I was sending the verse and changing things here and ad-libs here. Mm -hmm. And Puff changed the beat 
42 times. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Yo. Mm-hmm. So we went back and forth so many. I had literally had a studio in my trailer recording in between scenes of the movie. So we just wanted it to be perfect and we wanted it to be right and, and to feel good and feel natural. So this way more savage remix is that could be an intro to something or the way more savage remix. <laughs> um, you know what, Ange? Maybe we maybe could talk about. I was something. gonna say maybe we talk about an intro to the show or something like Ooh, you know, like I like that with the visuals. That could be a good idea. I think so. You got to do something with it because if it's more savage than that, I feel like it is. What's more savage than telling somebody they got a little? D- I know that's just- they broke. Too. I'm gonna play for you. <laughs> broke <with a> <laughs> <laughs> is it therapeutic? Have you, do you feel like you've gotten it all out or not yet? Um, again, I don't poke. I don't bother people. I feel like at this point, it was important for me to make a stance. And I'm good. I want to have peace with whoever. You know, I don't want no ill will. I don't want your negative energy. I don't want you at home wishing death on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be peaceful. And I think... I'm at a place where I could be peaceful and cordial and move on. Mm-hmm. It's too much history together and too many amazing things that we've done to be in this space. It's childish. It don't make any sense. So with that said, could it ever be peace between y'all, you think? Um, I don't... I... Let me ask mama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... If he does the right thing and has an apology that's genuine, there's a possibility because she's a good person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And she's very forgiving. But when you do things and you keep hammering at it, then that's cause for, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. And that's who she is. Mm. She the right thing. Things will never be the same, ever. But as far as just being at peace and being cordial, mm-hmm. is it a possibility? I've tried. You know, for years consecutively. And I were I was told, okay, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that. And a year goes by and you do it. Mm-hmm. Say sorry again, year goes by, you do it again. All right. Enough's enough. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> You, got you gotta accept what it is. Oh, you got the text? Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, he texted you? No. Mama, mama got everything. Not, not <laughs> in the past few years. Oh, you mean you got years. the old tech? Yeah. Oh, got you, got you, got you. I'm like, not in the yeah. past few years, but um I think it's your Instagram's fault, Ashanti. It's hard for people to move. I'm serious. It's hard for people to move on when they see you looking fly, living a great life on Instagram. I'm serious. It's hard for people to get over that. Listen, they gotta get over it. He probably drives me crazy. I'm finished with it. She got no show. (laughs) We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. 
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> now you're doing that? some holiday movies. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. the reason she's up here. A new diva Christmas carol. Yes. So yeah, are you producing this and starring in it? No. Okay. This is Idris Elba's production mm-hmm. company vibe. Super cute movie. Um, it's it's like the Grinch who stole Christmas kind mm-hmm. of vibe. I'm the mean one. I have three spirits that are trying to show me the ropes: Eva, Vivica Fox, and Robin Givens. Ooh. Um, it's super super cute, super cool, very family oriented. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a nice twist to it to see you know black women doing their thing. Did you enjoy being evil? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Listen, it like was a lot like... of evil things happening. I wrote the verse. I was being a Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good. It was a good month or a few months of expression. Um, it's coming December fourteenth on VH1. No, I'm excited about that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, see this year, right? We never seen black women in that type of role. We've yeah, been. you know, and I got to see myself as a young child, as a college. And then I see myself in the future, like mm-hmm. a super old lady. And the path that I go down determines what's going to happen. Mm. You know, if I'm going to end up singing, being obese and smoking cigarettes and, you know, laying on the floor in the club or if I'm going to have a family. So those decisions Ooh. make, you know, make sense to what your future is going to be. And you also have this single with Blue. Yo, I was so impressed the first time. I was like, nah, he's really talented. Mm-hmm. Like he's talented. Don't. This is how you know I got comfortable. We were a little bit after COVID and he came in the booth with me, like by the mic. And I was like, hold on. (laughs) 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 But um, he's like super passionate and charismatic and um, he writes off the top. And it was just really dope being in the studio with him. What inspired those lyrics? Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, just life really going through it, you mm-hmm. know, just feeling like, you know, sometimes at a, at a certain point, you've got to stop falling for the same patterns of, of, of BS. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's crazy. It kind of came at a time that was like really just going through it. So that's that's a, that's a harsh thing to realize because your therapist will tell you that you know you got to look inside of you because right. you keep falling for those same patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's deep. And I think that I have done that because at some point you got to look at yourself like, okay, do I keep picking the same? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or why am I attracting this certain? How come these things unfold like this? You know? Because well, last what, time what, you were what, here, you had a boyfriend. And we had the wrong person. <laughs> Remember? I was just asking a bunch of questions. Yeah. But you did have somebody. A little situation. You yes. A, is it, you still in the situation? Uh, uh, no, not where it was. Oh, okay. Nah. What do you do? <laughs> did you? No. Let me stop. Uh-oh. Let me stop Uh-oh. right Uh-oh. now. I'm going to stop. stop yourself. Um, yeah, I had to stop myself. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes people make mistakes, you know? It's just about how you go about that mistake after you make that mistake. When you say mistake, you said just watch the video. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's a, okay. So it was inspired by your. That's what I was trying to get at. You know. Did he cheat on you? You gotta watch the video. I ain't seen the video yet. Did he cheat on you? <laughs> <laughs> I think we gotta start publicly shaming guys like when they make those kind of mistakes. That's not the guy in the video. He's an actor, right? right. <laughs> well, guys make those kind of mistakes. Uh, you know, you you know, certain people you can't make that kind of mistake. Right, right, and that's the thing. If you're in a you shouldn't with anybody. Yes, you definitely shouldn't with anybody. But certain people we gotta hold more. But that's with. the thing. <laughs> Don't you act? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But you know. Depending on how old the brother is, and mm-hmm. it's like, but bro, see, come that's the now. thing. It, it's weird because sometimes situations that come about is not. It's not really a cheat. It's I don't know how to explain it. It's like what Envy and Charlamagne do with each other every morning. <laughs> Which they're not necessarily no cheating. Doing. Her but laugh makes you a little like, delirious. Yeah. <laughs> lovey, lovey, and they're very physical with each other. Oh, okay, yeah. But I don't know if anything like has gone beyond that. I'm beyond not it. sure. Right, but I can see why people don't, think don't listen that. to me. This. How, how did you catch her? I'm just curious. <laughs> um, Mama did. No, see, that's Stop the thing. It. It's hard because it's not. It's not an official. It's not a real cheat. So it's hard to say. But what I will say is, I got a lot of good fans, and they say, <laughs> "Oh, he liked the picture." No, he liked somebody else's picture. <laughs> no, it was spotted. not even. Wasn't even that surface. It really wasn't. I don't know. It's just it, it. I knew. I found out. What but it idiot. wasn't. Again, let me address it. It's it? not. It wasn't like a cheat cheat. Because sometimes you know when you get to a point where you're in different spaces, right? So mm-hmm. you over here, I'm over here. Oh, you know I got what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like okay. it wasn't necessarily. Just no, it was a break. Y'all was on a little break, kind of. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Ashanti, I gotta ask you this: Is uh-huh. a little penis a deal breaker? Oh my god. <laughs> Little and penis ain't breaking nothing from what I was told. Is it a jailbreaker though? You know, like, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you know what to do with it, then it's not a deal breaker. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you know how to make it. That's what women say to make guys feel better. No, I'm dead serious. What can you do with it? Yeah, you can do with it. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> if I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm if saying? And you know how to. You. If you know how to make it do what it's supposed but to it's do. But it's still disappointing when you're like. Yeah, you don't want to have to, you know. What is that? Did you just pick up a roach? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Because there's certain things you can't even say in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Right. 
Absolutely. You can't say certain things. Like, you know how you want to talk. I know Ashanti talks dirty in the bedroom. I can tell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But this what makes you say that? I can tell. <laughs> but there's certain so things you can't back. say because then you're let lying. Talk. You know? Very true. Very true. But you know, guys do all the time. They be lying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Guys so we do just it. lie back. Lie back. Like, it's the best. Yes. And get it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Look at me. Can we go? It's a cold <laughs> world, bro. Let's get out of here. Can we, can we turn? Oh, it's a cold world. Right fast. Oh, God. She said she's going to let us hear it. I, I know that, but I want to say, so imagine <laughs> this is your last day of work and you're leaving. Uh-huh. So I want you to... to, to, to and, and Irv God is your boss. <laughs> oh, God, so, no. How would you leave? How would you exit how would the you premises? Exit? Help, help ye out. Oh, exit. my Savage. God. Savage exit. And Mama Tina right by your side, like she always is. Oh my God! <laughs> just don't say the little <laughs> thing. Anything else? But wait, okay. So it's my last day. Last day. What? And I'm I don't and get along with her. Stuff in. And you've been holding stuff in. You've been holding stuff in. You ready? You know. Yes. I would put Gotta on. Gotta move on. I would put on. We didn't ask you. Free. You put on what? F N F. Okay. And then I'd be like, I quit this bitch. How would you do? Go. Shout to go. Last day. You don't want. You just want to wild out. Go. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm probably gonna be savage. I'm ripping everything off the walls. <laughs> I'm breaking all of your. Oh. Anything that's precious, your name. I'm spitting on it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to come back on Friday? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Ashanti, we appreciate you for joining us. No, we can't leave on that negative note, though. Positive, positive energy. She said, who said that was negative? Goodness gracious. Positive energy. That's amazing. We're going to play something else. Yes, we got to play the new record, Falling For You. We got to play the remix. Yeah. If you want to leave the Savage verse of Move On, and we can play that, too, just because. All right. Well, and, and the book, make sure you pick up the book. Yes, my, my name, name is the story. story. And now she has the movie on December 14th. Yes. And I'm sure she'll be back up before her next movie, uh, the Plus One movie. Yes, oh. absolutely. Oh. oh. She put blue in that blue movie. In the movie. Hey. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Ashanti. Hey. Hey. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yo. I see some food out there, Easy. Oh, yes. Uh, shout out to my girl, Melissa, from Negril. And Rob is here from Negril also. They actually are catering this morning, courtesy of Natina from Def Jam. Shout out to Natina from Def Jam. I got my ratchet ass friends up here with me, too, because they heard there was food. Tashara's here. Tashara, what up? Hey, Tashara Jones. Uh, Destiny's here. Hey, Hello, Destiny. Destiny. Who else? Where, who else? I got you it? some empanadas. I didn't know you were getting the grills. I got you empanadas, too. You did not. I swear, they're coming. They'll, they'll be here in a little bit. I did. I ordered some empanadas for you. Well, everybody represent their culture today. I love it. <laughs> you know what? Forget you. Oh, boy. Let's get to rumors. Let's go. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Spotify's most streamed artist in the world. Again. Bad Bunny. Third year in a row. <laughs> Is it Bad Bunny? Yes. Play some Bad Bunny. So congratulations. Globally, Bad Bunny is the most streamed artist in the world. You know who's second? Drake. Actually, he's third. Taylor Swift? Yep. Can y'all name one Bad Bunny record? Let me start with you, Charlamagne. Can you name one Bad Bunny record? The Gasolina? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you eat? What? I know the album was really... I know something with oil in it. The Un Verano Sinti. (sighs) 
that's that's the album. Mm-hmm. I know MIA with Drake. Hey man. That's it right there. I got Woo. Y'all know that song. Sometimes it's okay to say no. When you ask the question, can you, <laughs> you give a Bad no. Bunny song? No. I should have just said no. Angelique should have just said no. No, I said I know no. the album because that was a huge album. I just knew M.I.A. with Drake. Yeah, Un Verano Sinti. That's what? the name of the album? Mm-hmm. That, you didn't I think say that, that right. means a summer. Does that mean a summer Come without you? Yeah. Did she say that right? Because you know I speak Spanish. You don't, get out of here. Yeah. If you speak Spanish, muy, I'm Spanish. Muy poquito. Um, si. Envy, hate to break it down to you. Si. But que lastima. You know what that means? No. I see, I see. Como se dice, um, all right. But wepa, I, wepa, wepa. Oh my gosh, this is mean? terrible. What does wepa mean? All right. What does wepa mean? What is wepa? Red. Is, I'm talking to you, Red. What is wepa He's mean? ignoring you. <laughs> Red's yes. Puerto Rican. That's why he's asking Red. Oh, let's go. Okay. All right, wepa. Come on. All right, now, um, so congratulations to Bad Bunny. Third year in a row. Yeah, congratulations to Bad Bunny. All right, and uh, let's talk about Apple, because we just talked about Spotify and their streams. So Apple has um, launched a new replay experience. So now you can uh, learn your top songs, artists, albums, genres, and more in a redesigned replay experience. So they said, when we first launched Replay, the feature became an instant fan favorite on Apple Music, and we really wanted to develop the experience further and make it even more special, personal, and unique for subscribers. The music we enjoy throughout the year becomes like a soundtrack, and it's really fun to be able to go back and relive those meaningful and memorable moments over and over again. All right, so you can see your own personal charts. You can... um, Visit replay.music.apple.com and log in with your same Apple ID used for your music. Uh, and then you have to listen to enough music to qualify. And then once you're eligible for replay, you can explore your listening stats, listen on the site, and share also. So that's a new thing with Apple. Now, do you know who has the most stream song on Apple Music? Bad Bunny. Uh, I, I would assume one of those three that you named. Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, or Drake. One Actually, Future. Oh, okay. What song? Future with, with Drake and Thames. Yes, wait for you. That okay. was the number one most streamed song on Apple Music in the U.S. on twenty twenty in twenty twenty two. Okay. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to Thames. We love her. All right. So those are just some stats for you guys to know about music in the end of the year. And Jack Harlow has announced his uh, first class Vegas residency too. So he's returning to Vegas. He'll be taking over for a pair of Saturday night, Saturday night performances from March 18th and May 27th and doing a residency as well. What venue, you know? Um, It's at Zook. Okay. Have you been there? I don't know where Zook is. Uh-uh. All right. That's at uh, Missionary Jack and Resorts, Resorts World's Zook Nightclub. Mm. Okay. You going to go? Uh, from in town. I got to see Usher first, though. All right, now LeBron has some questions for all of those reporters who were asking him questions about Kyrie this, Kyrie that. He wants to know why you're not asking about Jerry Jones. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. That Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. When we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid. It's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like 
Oh, it happened. Okay, we just we just move on. And that was a photograph that they've been making viral again of Jerry Jones mm-hmm. taking part in a protest against black students entering his Little Rock High School. I love this conversation. First of all, I respect the energy from LeBron James. We're up on the clue the boss for LeBron James. But I don't believe they would be asking LeBron about Jerry Jones because Jerry is the NFL and LeBron is the NBA. I could be wrong, but did they ask NFL players about Kyrie Irving in, in press conferences? They asked LeBron about Kyrie because that's an NBA matter. And even when they have asked LeBron about, say, Colin Kaepernick. Say, you know, Colin Kaepernick, it's because NBA players were kneeling and LeBron publicly supported Kaepernick. Now, did LeBron tweet about Jerry Jones or say something publicly about Jerry to where the reporters would ask him? I, I don't know. But the, but the reason I say I respect the energy is because LeBron has a point in regards to reporters because I don't believe I've seen a lot of NFL players asked about Jerry Jones in their post-game conferences the way KD and Braun were asked about Kyrie. And the Jerry Jones situation is definitely worth a discussion for sure because I think we should know who all those white people in that picture that picture were. You know, we know who Jerry Jones grew up to be, but who did those other white folks grew up to be? They might be judges, lawyers, law enforcement, people who are in positions to continue discriminating against black people. So it's worth the discussion for sure because we don't know if, you know, these people are still holding on to those racist ideologies and that. Yeah, but they ask LeBron about politics at times, right? They ask him about Donald Trump and, and, and other things. That's as because well, LeBron talks about those things. LeBron but, will publicly speak about Trump. LeBron will publicly tweet out about Trump. Or Trump will say something about LeBron. That's why they asked LeBron about those things. They didn't ask LeBron about Dan Snyder yeah, that but, I know of. But also because LeBron is a, is a known Cowboys fan. You know, I mean, he talks about being a no, Cowboys fan. No, he just announced the Cowboys a couple months ago. Now let's keep the facts right, straight here. Right, but he's, been, but he's been a known Cowboys fan. And since he's a Cowboys fan, don't you think they should ask him about the Cowboys and especially because he denounced no. them that might have been a good question for him in particular but I think all, I think all the Cowboy fans should denounce the Cowboys <laughs> I'm definitely not doing that I think I'm you should my, I, I love my Dallas Cowboys I think you should denounce <laughs> the Cowboys they should uh, you know no. get rid of the whole Cowboys franchise and, and well I want, I want you to know something, right? One of the reasons that uh, this is an issue with Jerry is because Jerry has never hired a black head coach. There's actually seven teams in the NFL who've never had a black head coach. Do you know the Giants are one of them, too? You do know that, right? Yeah, but we had... We, we no, told, no, told no, 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 don't things. start stuttering now, told nigga. Things, sir. What did you call me? What did you call me? Wow, inappropriate. Inappropriate. I'm, 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 I'm trying not to use that word no more, but the reason this is... I'm uh, going to Human Resources. All right, the you guys, we got to move on. Like, true, um, but the reason Ashanti people think this, said on the remix. The, the reason people think this is a, a issue is because Jerry Jones... Uh, has never hired a black head coach, and the Giants have never had a, hired a black head coach as well. There's seven teams in the NFL who've never hired a black head coach. I don't remember the other five. You're moving the, the goalposts. We're talking about one thing, not the other. How am I? Not, how, am I how am I moving the goalposts? I'm telling you why this picture's an issue. One of the reasons. I'm trying why to wrap y'all up, but I'm not on this show no more. So, all right, fine. Who are you giving this your donkey to? We should we should have this conversation tomorrow when we have time on the air. Um, four after the hour. We need a young lady named Cassandra Gutierrez to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. Who that is? We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook, same game parlays, you can pocket more cash when you can buy multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. 
Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitch. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Thursday, December 1st, goes to a 30-year-old woman named Cassandra Gutierrez. Cassandra was arrested Tuesday and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, a second-degree felony. Now, what did Cassandra do? Well, she stabbed her boyfriend multiple times. Uh, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. You have to hear both sides, okay? In some of y'all crazy minds, there's a perfectly great reason to stab your boyfriends. So let me explain the story. See, Cassandra Gutierrez, and I'm ignoring that last name in this situation on purpose because it reinforces a lot of stereotypes of Latino women because the stereotype has always been that Latino women will stab you with the quickness. Someone out there is listening to me right now and they just rub their scar that they got from being stabbed by a Latino woman and they're saying, well, Charlemagne, it's not a stereotype if it's, if it's true. But again, I'm ignoring that. Okay, now, Cassandra is 30 and she was dating a 42-year-old man. I repeat, Cassandra is 30 and she was dating a 42-year-old man. And they've been dating for about a year. Okay, and on Thanksgiving Day, the couple returned to their apartment after drinking at a bar. My God, 42 years old at a bar with a 30-year-old on Thanksgiving Day. What a lonely existence that must be. Thank God I have a family. But this 42-year-old man went back to his 30-year-old young spicy booze apartment, and there was a confrontation. You know what the confrontation was over? It was over her 42-year-old man not being able to help with the bills. Oh, yes, this is true. Okay, according to an arrest affidavit, uh, Gutierrez and the 42-year-old victim uh, went back to the apartment. A confrontation ensued. Uh, she accused the victim of not helping with the bills. She grabbed a kitchen knife and stabbed the man multiple times. Okay, according to the police, the man was stabbed in his neck, his right hand, his left hand, and his back. The man was bleeding profusely, and a blood trail led to the woman's apartment. Oh, you thought you had a little yeah, yeah, huh? That little yeah, yeah turned out to be a big no-no because little yeah, yeah was looking for a sugar puff daddy to help with these bills. And sugar puff daddy ain't got it, which made little yeah, yeah realize, well, if you can't help with these bills, then I'm damn sure not getting any Michael Kors for Christmas and all hell broke loose. Now, I hate to have to tell you this, but I guess I do. If you can't afford to pay all your own bills, then how are you going to afford the $75,000 bill that was set for this aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. See, I know that emotions can get the best of us sometimes, but this is why you have to take a deep breath and ask yourself, can I afford to do what I'm about to do? Because clearly Cassandra can't. Okay, in a case like this, you don't stab him. You just stop letting him stab, meaning penetrate, meaning sex. Dump that old head and go find you a sugar puff daddy with some money. That's what you do if you want someone to help with the bills. Or get a roommate. Or Get another job. The moral of the story is you don't stab someone because they can't help you with your bills. I don't even know why I have to say that, but I guess I have to in 2022. Uh, you don't know what their financial situation is. All right. Inflation is kicking everybody's ass. And I will never understand how you get mad at someone for being just as broke as you. All right. You mad this man can't help with the bills that you aren't able to handle either. But I don't see you out here stabbing yourself. The moral of the story is, it's the holidays. Okay, nobody got time for this. All right, spread love, not blood. Please give Cassandra Gutierrez the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey.
thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, we have a, a special guest checking in that wants to say goodbye to Angela Yee. Ooh. All right, so we're going to talk to that special surprise. guest when we come All back. All these surprises. Who's special guest? You're not going to give us no clues? All these surprises. You're not going to give us no clues? Uh, okay, let me get Because this is a good segue. All right, let me let me get it. Think about what the donkey was about. Mm, okay. You, well, you Then you give the clue. Spicy. Spicy. Okay. Latino. Latina. 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 Spicy Latina. Not Latina. Latina. Yeah. <laughs> I said Latina. Like, spicy. Like Latina. <laughs> spicy Latina. Hey, Latina. Spicy. Might stab you. Facts. Facts. Let's leave it at that. Facts. Facts. Right? <laughs> Let's leave it at that. <laughs> and we're going to talk to her next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Cardi B. Good morning. Good morning. What up, Barty? Good morning. How are you guys doing? What up, Barty? Bless Black and Holly favor. Where you at? I'm in Jersey. So why you ain't up here? Because I got my babies. She got her babies. Oh, it's holiday season. Come on, Charlamagne. But, but we appreciate you calling up, Cardi. Period. Of course. Of course. Always forever. Do I love you, you guys so much. Do you know why you calling, Barty? Yeah, because I really like you sleeping. Okay. Um, okay. Listen, I appreciate that. I'm not really leaving. I'm starting my own show, so I'm still around, but I am leaving the Breakfast Club, and you know you're such a huge part of this show, too. <laughs> well... You guys are like, you guys helped me so much in my career and you guys have always been so nice and beautiful to me. And I mean, I know the breakfast club is not over, but I just, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just love you guys all three together. You going to come, you going to come guest host in the new year, Cardi? Yeah, we're going to need you a couple days. You come, Cardi. you come, you come fill in. Oh my God. I will bring that. <laughs> Down. I, mean, oh, I can't even curse. Uh, I will break it down. <laughs> no, for real. When your album drop, you should come up here the whole week and be on Monday through the Don't. album release date on that Friday. Don't trick her into trying to make her come up here all week. That's not a trick. That's the truth. <laughs> you right. You right in Jersey. You could be up here all week. That could be part of the rollout. So wait. So, so all right. But can I like interview like artists? Yes. If you want, you can do whatever you want. You can bring the artists that you like. Oh, that would be fun. So that means you can put on all these girls that you be co-signing and, you know, rooting for. You can bring them all up. All of them. Yeah, I can do that. And then everybody could have whip shots because I think, you know, that's a good morning coffee type of thing. I put the whip shots in my coffee every day. Oh, we're going to get in trouble in the morning. That's the thing. Y'all be up early in the morning. Like, what time do you guys wake up to go to the door? She reconsidering. 6 a.m. Listen, we can have a nanny. Because the new st- we, we go into a new studio. We're going to have, like, green rooms and everything. So we can have your nanny in the green room taking care of the babies. Like, for real, we can really lay it out. All right, I'll do it. Have She's breakfast like, for you every morning. Bacon, egg, and cheese every morning. <laughs> I thought she was calling to say goodbye and wish me well. Now, all of a sudden, this turned into a plea for her to come up yeah, here. Yeah, but we don't need somebody. You ain't going to be uh, here no more. So we're going to need somebody, too. So we might as well get both. Okay. All right, so then I'm going to sing a song then. Okay, okay let's we're do ready. It. Let's hear this song. Okay. So long, farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again. Y'all know that song? Yes. Man, I thought you made it up. I'm not going to lie. I'm really anticipating the second album now, (laughs) buddy. I can't wait now. (laughs) But thank you, Cardi. I know you're busy at home and you got the kids and working, so we appreciate it. Cardi, I got to ask one question, though. Yeah. What are you doing for the kids for Christmas? Because you, I thought I'd go over the top for the kids, mm-hmm. but you go 10 times over that I go. So what are you doing for the kids this Christmas? Oh, I can't even think straight after Thanksgiving. They told me up, all five of them. <laughs> and did I see all you in the... All five of them told me up on Thanksgiving. I'm recovering. And did I see you in the Bronx for Thanksgiving? I, not, not this Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving, I went to Atlanta. I was in the Bronx uh, before yesterday. I don't like seeing you pull up in the Bronx ready to fight people either, buddy. 
You too. You 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 you, you, you a superstar. I really went to my aunt's house to get some chicken. <laughs> that is a lie. You had your scarf on. You was cold. you was ready for action. You you a superstar multimillionaire. You can't be moving like that. She was going to get chicken. I, I, I went. I went to go get some chicken. I had a scarf on because my lace was like sticky. They was looking for me. <laughs> they was looking for you. Do you have? Uh, are do you have a release date for the new year? Can we expect a Barty album in twenty twenty three? Yeah, I, no, I have no choice. I have to put it out. Okay, yeah, no. I have to put it out. All right, how much of it is done so far? Um, I have I have like a couple of songs that are like definite. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know what's going on with me. I need to just make up my mind and just put it out. <laughs> right. Why are you so in, Why are you so indecisive? Are you too in your head about it? I think so. Maybe so. I think I'm too much in my head about it because there's some songs that it's like you just need to people in my team like you just need to release it. Just release it. I mean, it is facts. Every record you put out went number one. So I mean, I think it's time. You know, every record went number one. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm missing like something. Okay. It's missing something. I don't know. It's missing. I, I, I gotta put it out. I gotta put it out next year. Like I feel like I don't know. So what do you think? First quarter? Are you gonna wait until April and do like uh the the anniversary of invasion of privacy? You drop on April six again? I think I should. I think I. Oh, you guys are tricking me. I think I should put it out like around that time because it's <laughs> like it's not even about putting out an album. It's like putting visuals. Yeah. Um, it's, Cause it'll be the five year anniversary. Well, you April. look you look amazing. So for these visuals, now is the time. Yeah, yeah. I finally got my body right. You know what I'm saying? I just did a little trip to Dior, bro. No shit. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You ain't you ain't going to no damn Dior. No, you didn't. I did went to Dr. I really, really did. You still going to Dr. to get surgery? No. They do the best. They do the best job. They do the best job. Oh, okay. So listen, April 6th, it'll be five years since invasion of privacy. That'll be a good time to drop your second album. Yeah, that. But I think so. Cardi's like, look. I, so leave me alone. Leave me alone. So, <laughs> so we gonna we, we gonna clear out that week. We gonna clear out that week. That'll be the week you come up here and co-host the Breakfast Club. You heard it here first. Cardi B's second album dropping on the five year anniversary <laughs> of Invasion of Privacy. Cardi, we love you. I love you too. Thank you for checking in. Peace, Barty. Bye, Barty. Get the babies I love. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Cardi B called to check in and say goodbye to Yee, but... And all kind of things. The conversation went to hosting, <laughs> album, and everything else. But we love you, Cardi. All right, keep it locked. We got more. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yo. Let me send um, a... I- I was gonna okay, say, let me let me send a shout out to my pops, man. Today, my dad turns 80 years old. So shout out to my pops. Pop a lot. What up, pop? Salute to your pops, man. 80 is a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially when you see people, you know, not making it to 25, not making it to 30, not yeah. making it to 40. So to, to make it to 80 years old, man, drop on the clues, bounce for your pops. I, I want every single year. I can't wait to be 80, 80 years old. You hear me? Absolutely. And, and also, I want to tell folks, man, make sure you tune in to my late night talk show. Uh, hell of a week uh, comes on tonight at 11.30 p.m. on Comedy Central right after The Daily Show. Who's on tonight? a great show for you tonight. Uh, tonight is, uh, who's on tonight? Trayvon Free is on tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, U.S. Representative Val Demings is on tonight. My good sister Amanda Seals is on tonight. And uh, my man Laurel. Laurel okay. will be on tonight. Yeah, so join us 11.30 p.m. Uh, on Comedy Central right after The Daily Show. And, you know, we was talking about uh, the LeBron uh 
James' comments earlier uh, about Jerry Jones when he was asking the reporters, you know, why they haven't asked him about uh, asked him about Jerry. Right. And you know, usually those and those reporters that are talking to NBA players don't ask about other sports issues. But uh, the reporters did had did have every reason to ask LeBron James about Jerry Jones because. Uh, LeBron used to be a Cowboys fan. Correct. And he's, he said he's no longer a Cowboys fan back in October because he can no longer morally support the team after ownership uh, prevented the players from, I think, kneeling during the National Anthem. Yep. So, you know, being that he said that back in October and, you know, this happened and Jerry Jones is the owner of the Cowboys, there was absolutely a lane um, to ask that question. Of course. Absolutely. For a reporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Um, Angelie, what's coming up? I don't know. We're just going to talk rumors. It's my last oh couple my of days, so whatever Jesus it is, Christ. whatever it is. All right. Well, uh, do you want to shout anybody out? Yes. Shout to uh, the girls for bringing food. Bro, you're losing it, bro. And also, this, this, this is not how this going to work in the new to year. Shara and, and Destiny nope. for stopping through here. In, in the new year, we Eddie. will have real people. I was acting like you. you. We will have I was live. They're saying that you had the same clothes in. on last night. Is that true or false? Oh, that's, that's absolutely positively true. <laughs> I did. I had to do an event, a real estate event last night. I was like, "What is that smell?" You just definitely not I me. respect the hustle. Definitely I can't hustle. believe you're wearing the same thing, and this is a tight, like button-down shirt. It's fitted, that's what and you, do. you be sweaty too. Mm-hmm. Dropping the clues bombs for all the hustlers that sometimes gotta wear the same clothes two three days in a row. I did a real estate hustling. I got and, home and at one a.m. I slept. Woke back up and put the same clothes back on. And, and by the way, it don't mean you didn't shower. It just means that you got up, you took a shower, and you your mind, you couldn't process what to wear today. So you just said, you know what, I'm just going to wear what I had on a few hours I ago. I changed my underwear. That's all that matters. It happens all the time. Well, I just gave him some coochie wash. Thank so. you. Well, Go right. wash now that. I, now, now if I take the wash out of that sentence, you're you going to be in some trouble. <laughs> wash. All right. that's, he that's, don't want that. that. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, rumors on the way is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Michael Vick. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Oh, yeah. So Michael Vick is going to be producing a docuseries on the evolution of black quarterbacks. So he's teaming up with... Uh, Smack Productions and Fubo TV for an eight-part docuseries. It'll focus on the rise and the evolution of the black uh, quarterback. He'll also be conducting numerous interviews as well. Y'all excited for that? Yep. Hell yeah, that's hard. I mean, you know, you look at Michael Vick to, you know, I don't think you get a Lamar Jackson without a without a Michael Vick. So yeah, I would love to see that. He said I'd he was to always told that, that he revolutionized the quarterback position, but he wants to give credit to people he idolized as a kid, like, like Donovan Cunningham, McNabb, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve Donovan McNair. McNabb. Yep, Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, Steve McNair, Warren Moon. All right, so there's no release date for that yet, but he's working on it. Uh, now, Boosie uh, sat down and did one of his interviews with Vlad TV. And he weighed in on what 21 Savage had to say about Nas and being legendary versus being relevant. Here is what Boosie had to say now about Jay-Z. I don't think Jay-Z is relevant this day. Uh, okay, so... Nah, so, if Nas, like, like, if you're going to say Jay-Z relevant and Nas ain't relevant... No. Oh, he, okay, no. okay, so okay, let's put it like this. Do you think if Jay-Z dropped a brand new I'm album not, right no, now... No, 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 no. Just like when I go to these clubs in Atlanta... 
you know, these 25 to 35 clubs. I'm not hearing Nas. I'm not hearing Jay-Z. Every club I go in is not one or the other, Vlad. I be in, I'm in the city. I'm outside. I be, I be everywhere. It's not one of the other, Vlad. I'm telling you that. Jay-Z is respected by these people for being that boss that he is. All right. I wouldn't say that. I mean, y'all Jay- gotta stop. Jay Z just did a stop. record called "God Did." That was a damn near number one record that they did play in the club. Yeah, there are some Bruh. clubs that you don't play Hove in, but Hove is relevant musically, I don't, and so is Nas. I, I, I don't understand these conversations anymore about re- relevance when you have a classic ca- catalog like Jay Z. What Jay Z has what thirteen number ones, the most number ones of any solo artist ever, more than Elvis. He's in like every musical hall of fame there is. Like he's always going to be musically relevant because of his classic catalog. What are we talking about? Are and I also feel like there's a lot of artists stuff? that don't get played in the club that still are huge artists who are very relevant. And if you're respected, you are relevant, right? Yes. To, to your point, think about all the classical music that is forever relevant that may not play in your local club <laughs> on the weekend or may not play on the radio Bro, every day, but it's still classic I do you, music. I do you one better. NBA Youngboy does not get played on radio, and he is relevant as all hell. Like, come on. I don't know what you're saying right now. I'm saying that relevancy doesn't mean that you don't get played on the radio or you don't get played in the club. Still, hey, salute, uh, salute the NBA, salute the NBA young boy and everything that man is accomplishing. But I would much rather have Jay Z's classic catalog of thirteen number one albums, the most of any solo artist ever, than have NBA young boy's whole catalog. Well, I think that what the whole point of what Boosie's saying is he doesn't hear it in the club. You can still be quite relevant and not be heard in the club. Correct. I'll it. take classic and legendary and iconic over relevance up for the moment any day. What yeah. are talking about? All right, now the Fire Festival founder Billy McFarlane is going to be launching a virtual festival this time around. It's called Pirates, and he went on TikTok to describe it as a virtual, immersive, decentralized reality. It's not a festival, it's not an event, and it's definitely not the metaverse. That's what he's saying. This must be punked. What? He said that it will partner with a small remote destination to host a handful of artists, content creators, entrepreneurs, and any of you guys who end up joining the pirate crew. And now it's supposedly going to be based in the Bahamas, but I don't know if they're letting him come back there. But he said that um, this festival will also allow folks from all over the world to join in, not only watch what's happening live, but they can actually come together with their friends to affect and even own their real world adventures. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's looking for some partners, if anyone's interested. No, I'll pass. All right, and I just want to give some love to Al Roker. He was rushed back to the hospital the day after Thanksgiving. He's been having a lot of health issues, health scares. I saw my girl Deborah Roberts was there by his side. She was very upset, understandably so. And hopefully he is doing much better now, but we just also want to make sure that we send him some love. He had written on Instagram on November 18th, that he was admitted previously to the hospital with a blood clot in his leg, which sent some clots into his lungs. And that condition could be fatal if it's not discovered and treated early enough. So Mm -hmm. I believe he's okay. I know after he went to the hospital, he did post a video of himself walking in the hospital, but just sending them some love and support. All right, now about half of the Broncos showed up to Sierra's birthday party that she threw for Russell Wilson. And people are saying the Broncos locker room is divided over his struggles recently. And not sure which of the players did actually show up, but people are saying that some of the team is uh, frustrated and therefore they're uh, separated and some people are fed up with him. That's the speculation. Mm. 
All right. Yeah, and fed up with him in his first year. It's his first yeah. year. His first year. Like the Broncos offense is the best. He has to learn I mean, the linemen, receivers. It's, it's a lot he has to learn. I, mean, I guess you. I guess you got to blame, you know, him because if they were having super success, he'd be getting the credit. So I mm-hmm. guess. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Almost now, the last one. I want to shout out to the grill for coming through this morning and oh, dropping off breakfast for Angela Yee's last week. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Rob. And uh, c- can you bring in Jay in there and uh, play play some music? Yes, uh, and also I wanted to bring you That's some empanadas. Bunny, right? That's not bad bummy, but bunny. Bummy. <laughs> Evie is bad bummy. So we wanted to bring you some empanadas as well from Supreme Empanadas. Oh, well, thank you. This is your last week, so we wanted you to we have are a, not playing. A, a bunch of different foods. We're like, let's fatten you up. <laughs> now, what's some of the empanadas you got in there? What's some of the empanadas? Come on, say it loud, man. We live. We lamb chop empanadas. Lamb chop. Come on. <laughs> lamb chop empanadas. We got, um, jerk chicken, jerk chicken, jerk chicken. That's not That's That sounds like black people making empanadas. Yeah, it is black people making empanadas. Oh, okay. Maybe you should turn this music off. It's, it's, it's not the Spanish empanadas. <laughs> <laughs> they got ox, oxtail empanadas, oxtail, jerk chicken empanadas. empanadas. Vegan empanadas? Okay, okay. Yeah, turn the suavemente off. Yeah, this is this is black empanadas. Why did you play suavemente? That was the stupidest thing. Because I was empanadas. I see empanadas is usually Spanish. Man, salute to the black-owned business. How about that? It's a black-owned business, right? Salute to all the black-owned businesses up here right now. Supreme empanadas. All right. Shout out to Negril. Have you ever been to Negril also in Brooklyn? Oh, you have? Okay. Yes. Listen, we eating good today. That's right. All right. Well, thank you guys. You need to apologize to the Latino community for um. What you just did. Oh, we got lemonades too. That's gonna go great with this. Um, you thought it was Spanish too, Sean. With this deli on. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm not even there. Oh, <laughs> I only thought it was Spanish because you. Because the place probably meant bad bunny. No. But That's FYI, bunny. FYI, it's you can crustful, be right? Latino yes. and still, you know, you can, can be an Afro-Latino. Afro-Latino. And somebody, and somebody as hell, yeah. Yeah, so. and it's Afro-Latino. All right. Well, you are Afro-Latino. See, he is. All he right. is Afro-Latino. All right. That's the Breakfast not what Club. what was doing. Envy was... Never mind. Goodbye. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. In Pitch Perfect, Bumper in Berlin, Adam Devine's Bumper Allen moves to Germany in pursuit of stardom. With new friends, new rivals, and new music, Pitch Perfect, Bumper in Berlin hits all the right notes. Stream the original series now, only on Peacock. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout-out to Jordan from Atlanta, who just picked up $1,000. That's salute amazing. to Jordan from the ATL. Extra $1,000 during the holidays goes a long way, man. So salute to you, Jordan. That's right. And uh, if you want to win your $1,000, you can go to breakfastclubonline.com and shout-out to our friends at US Bank. We also got a shout-out to Ashanti and Cardi B for joining us this morning. I love it. Women power. And we have uh, our friends from The Grill here that came this morning for your last week. They came with it. Yeah, so Melissa. Melissa is one of the owners of The Grill. She's also a really good friend of mine, but I love her restaurant, and I'm glad that y'all... Then Natina actually called her to come up here and cater today for oh, me. Oh, I get it. She's leaving us to go work with you guys over I, there. People think I yeah. work at The Grill. She said she'd be behind well, the bar. Yeah. She's, she's everywhere. She's um, everywhere. A DJ. DJing, rum shop. Yep. She hosts the rum shop. <laughs> yep, in the grill BK. And in the rum shop, there's no pictures, so you can get really crazy. You could do it all. You could do it all. But um, just shout out to you for having such an amazing business, being a black woman, really holding it down for so long, because I know it's not easy, and y'all did well during the pandemic, doing well now. So, yes. you know, shout out to everybody that always calls me up, like, yo, could you give me a reservation at the grill? 
Yeah, so we, you're telling me that Negrell is a black-owned business owned by a black woman, and all Envy could think to play was Daddy Yankee. That, it's not the same business. <laughs> this is this is the <laughs> two different restaurants yes. that came up here this morning. Ass. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, we have, but, now Negrell. Now the Brooklyn one and the city one are they the same owners? No, we're not affiliated. So uh, we are in Negrell BK. It's in Park Slope, two fifty six mm-hmm. Fifth Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> So yes. check us out. Um, yeah, but we're not affiliated. We do have another location. It's in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, Midtown. Where in Atlanta? Where? Uh, Midtown, Where uh, right ask? across the street from the ba- uh, the Bank of America building at, really? on North Ave, 30 North Ave. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, All I'm right. a, I, I got to go to the one in Atlanta because that one, that trek to Brooklyn is a, is a long ride from Jersey. Well, Amber, you ate a lot it's of food right just now. It's right over the now. bridge. Yeah, and it's right near the Barclays. I did. That, that oh man, that, that Rasta pasta, that mac and cheese. What else did I have this morning? That oxtail. You had the oxtail. Oh, the oxtail. You Ooh, had the jerk salmon. It came right off the bone. <laughs> and then, oh my goodness. Pause. And I sound, like, sound like you missed my Charlemagne. God. <laughs> wow. You missed out, Charlemagne. You missed out. <laughs> yeah, well, Envy just made it. He just told me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Melissa. Right I'm glad you're here you as I close out. I got one more day left on this show, and I ain't doing no work tomorrow. Well, right. we love you, and thank you so much. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You know, I've been trying to do some holiday shopping. You know, I do 12 days of Christmas for gear, but I'm looking for something for Maddie or my mom or London or Brooklyn or, or even baby Peyton. Been looking and shopping around for jewelry or a fragrance. I just can't figure it out. You know you should get them a Valentino Born in Roma Donna set. The set comes with a nice size bottle, a body lotion, and a travel spray. Actually, Envy, you could use those things. Shout out to the Valentino team, though. I met them in Vegas a few weeks ago. Super cool. Gotcha. I can get it at Macy's, right? You can definitely get it at Macy's, and make sure you get me a set, too. All right. Maybe I will. Positive notes up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I know. That's right. Now, Angela Yee, you do have friends. You got two people that came up here early in the morning (laughs) just to chain with you. Like, my friends love me, okay? One brought you some coochie cleaner. Shout out to Destiny. You know what's crazy? So, there was a surprise this morning. They wanted to surprise me and get me some food, but I knew about it. So... There you have it. Tashara? Yeah, Tashara's here. Shout out to my girl Tashara. She writes for page six Mm -hmm. in the New York Post, but she's a good... She's from Brooklyn, too, just like me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Destiny. Hair Weave Murder. If y'all ever need to get your hair done, you know, that's her her Instagram. Mm -hmm. But yes, my friends are like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? So I told them some of them came up here today. Some more people will be here tomorrow. And then next week, we going crazy. Your third friend will be up here tomorrow. You got three friends. So your third friend... We'll be up here tomorrow. And I know Jasmine pissed off she ain't come up here today with she's over mad. To the grill. So yeah, and I, I know, but she's happy that she didn't come here with you wearing the same clothes that you've been wearing for the past two days. So? All you got to do is take her a plate. She'll be there, you know. No, I got it for her. I got it for her. Yeah. And where's Wayno? Where's Wayno when you need him? He lives in Atlanta now. Oh. Wayno's in Atlanta. Salute to Wayno. Yeah, but Wayno's Wayno. usually here when there's food, but... You know, I don't know if he was going to catch a flight. <laughs> Salute to my good brother, Wayno, man. Wayno is another human that I talk to uh, every single day. Salute to Wayno and everything he's doing over there at Quality Control. Wayno don't need to come up here for free food no more. Wayno caked up. That's right. <laughs> he said he got so mad because people really think he was coming up here because he was hungry. He was. He, he did. He that was. Back in the day, though. He was hungry. <laughs> Wayno is, listen, Wayno is my boy from when he was trying to figure oh, it out. But I always knew that he, you know, he just had a lot of talent. 
And I think that part of that is not just the talent, but also how you can handle and deal with people and your values. And he has all of those things. So shout out he to Wayne. He's a, he's a great person. Mm-hmm. He's a great human, a solid black man. Salute to Wayne. All right. Well, you got a uh, positive note? <laughs> I do. First, I want to tell everybody, uh, make sure you tune in to my late night talk show, Hell of a Week, on Comedy Central tonight at 11.30 p.m., right after The Daily Show. We got uh, U.S. Representative Val Demings on tonight. We got uh, producer Trayvon Free on tonight. We got the good sister Amanda Seals on tonight. And Little Rel will be on tonight. So join us 11.30 p.m. on Comedy Central right after The Daily Show. And the positive note is simply this, man. It comes from one of my favorite Instagram pages, The Healing God. Uh, the Healing God posted this morning. Healing makes you realize some people don't deserve to be around you, no matter how much you love them. Unconditional love doesn't mean unconditional tolerance of abuse, disrespect, or BS. It's not unconditional boundaries. Remember that. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Finance provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.